Hello, good day to everybody. Uh, my name is Charmaine Willoughby. I'm with the La Salle University in the Philippines. And joining me today is Wong. Hi, my name is Huang Letu from the Australian Strategic Policy Institute. Right. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today, Wong. And um, uh, today we decided to talk about uh, the Quad and its implications on ASEAN. Um, and I would like uh, to ask Wong to talk about the research that she's done um, about this very same subject. Thank you, Charmaine. So uh, we decided to talk about the perception of the Quad, particularly among the ASEAN uh, region, because there's, there is this misperception that is ongoing um, about whether uh, the Quad is ch a challenge to ASEAN centrality. We saw that um, at the recent uh, panel discussion where um, Ambassador at Large Chang Henchi in Singapore basically almost roasted the American delegation that uh, accompanied um, Vice President Kamara Harris to the region. And uh, always there is this question whether upgrading the Quad to the leaders level means that the Americas and America and the, the other partners in the region are more committed to Quad rather than the ASEAN-led regional architecture. And I've done a, a survey across Southeast, 10 Southeast Asian countries in 2018, um, particularly about this topic. And I know that uh, Charmaine has done uh, research uh, on the views, particularly in the Philippines. And we have some findings that show that it's not necessarily the case that opinions within ASEAN are very different. And in fact, many um, in my study show that actually more think that Quad would complement ASEAN in many aspects, especially uh, on those issues that the ASEAN uh, mechanism is not particularly delivering or not delivering in a sufficiently timely manner. Uh, what were your findings, Charmaine? Um, that's those those findings are really good and they also complement what what we found in our research in the philippines interestingly the philippines has very positive uh, perceptions or views about um, the quad and the individual quad countries um, and in regard to ASEAN, uh, some of our respondents found that it's not necessarily overlapping or competing with ASEAN. But nonetheless, um, we also saw that while the Quad is a welcome arrangement or development um, in, in the region, there are also a couple of challenges, uh, particularly in terms of how the Quad is currently framed as being anti-China. Um, so if the Quad can get away from being framed as such, then that would be, you know, for the advantage of the entire region. And yes, of course, we cannot escape the fact that um, there is that very big misperception about um, ASEAN centrality, about whether or not the Quad is um, taking away that centrality from, from ASEAN. But I think the biggest challenge, and this is also something that emerged in our research, is that when we talk about the Quad 
there are challenges for everybody involved for you know not just the quad countries but also for the entire indo-pacific and that is that we need to go beyond or transcend the very military centric focus of the quad and maybe shift our mm -hmm. attention to more non-traditional security um, issues so yeah so there are a lot of overlaps i think but so my next question would be you know how do you think we can overcome this misperception i think there are a number of challenges to the quad and i do think that misperception is one of it and unfortunately uh, oftentimes quad starts to explain about itself what it is not rather than it what it is and I do think there are a lot of opportunities for the Quad to contribute to the regional governance and build back better in the post-COVID world. But there is also a challenge of overreaching and over-promising. And I think um, the, the going forward, of, of, of course, the vaccine partnership is, would be highly welcome in the region. Um, contribution to uh, cyber and uh, critical technology, something that is uh, ongoing in very fast pace in the region, would be uh, also very welcome, uh, as well as uh, um, recovery, economic recovery in the region. But I think those challenges will also be reflected in um, the individual member countries. We just heard about uh, Prime Ministers of Japan uh, Suga resigning. So, and Japan has been one of the key actors and one that has the most trust of the region. So, we really have to see how this pan out and how the leadership uh, within the uh, four quad countries uh, will take the initiative further forward. Um, what do you think, Charmaine? I cannot agree with you more. My only wish is that we have more time to discuss because there's really a lot of things um, that we can talk about. But thank you for your time today, Huang. And um, Certainly. I hope to, uh, that we can be together again in future conversations. Certainly, this is a topic to be continued. Thanks, Armin. Thank you. Bye. Bye.